You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, we're with you on a Monday. 20 minutes about Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus joins us. We'll dive into some college, what we saw over the weekend as well coming up, including uh, one big upset, a couple other teams that almost got upset. USC gets out barely. Kansas State, what a big win for them. So college football to come later in the show. But let's do our first look at week four across the NFL. We heard the call there, one of the nine sacks the Eagles had on Carson Wentz and the Commanders. That game was over at the half. The Eagles are 3-0. and The Commanders look like it's going to be a long season. Eagles in week number four are six and a half. Are we at, yeah, we're at seven now. Seven-point favorite over the Jaguars. And the Commanders, three-point dogs as of right now against the Cowboys. So those are two of our week number four lines. Just big picture as I look at this. I don't think this mm-hmm. is an easy week. A few stand out to me that I like. No. But it feels like a challenging week with, with this week four spreads. I'm considering doing something that I never, ever do. I like the Thursday night game so much. It might be my favorite look of the entire card that I'm wondering if we need to uh, squeeze in all of our picks for the contest on Thursday so we can include that game because there's there's some tough ones. Some really yep. tough. It's not just tough for Survivor. I think it's tough ATS just coming up uh, with some of these different matchups. It's uh, it's going to be a fun one. Listen, when when the Lions are favored by almost a touchdown, like there's there's some stuff going on in the league. I don't know that it all makes sense. <laughs> Anything stand out to you, Aaron, when you look at Week Four? I mean, with these tighter spreads, I was going to take a look at some more totals this week um do something different but yeah i mean i know you guys we were talking in the chat like the Bengals in this spot but i still like the dolphins as underdogs why i mean i just thought that they really controlled the game they look good i don't think they're frauds um i i think as an underdog i like them in this spot well i just think the spot is tough for them this spot like the thursday I worry about that for them, right? They they have an emotional win over a team they haven't been able to beat in a long time. Mm-hmm. They beat them. Mm-hmm. It's actually two straight emotional wins. Now they have to go on the road on a short week against a Bengals team that found itself last week. I, I'm i on the side of the Bengals in this one. I think it's interesting. So if you guys do put the Thursday side in, right, if you do that for your contest picks, yeah. do you so you don't have the injury report for anything, right? You have to put all your picks in by Thursday? Not the final one. Not the final, final one. one. Yes. Right. right. Correct. Makes it more challenging. But that, yeah, that I'm is, a, yeah, it's that's hard to do it. Yeah. 
So we'll see what the number is. Um, put it this way. It, it opened one and a half, and it was bet up to Bengals minus three. Dolphins take down the Bills, and the line's moving against them. So what, what you said, Joe G, I'll add to it. You have a rookie head coach going on the road on a short week. Rookie head coaches doing Thursday night football for the first time. Classic bet against spot. The Bengals, I thought they left a lot of points on the field. Should have been better. I don't think we've seen the best of Cincinnati yet. Uh, the Dolphins, yes, they won. They're dealing with some injuries on defense. Only 212 total yards. What's the status of Tua? What's the NFL stance going to be on them putting Tua back in that game? Is he going to be out there 100%? And also, so you've got, I, I know it's in their elements, but in that heat, we, we talked about the Bills. They had time possession over 40 minutes. Like that's old school stuff. That's when I was, I was a kid growing up watching the Bears in their run game. It's like, yeah, Bears had time possession 40 minutes. That's something you pay attention to. You know what that means yesterday, though? That means that Dolphins defense was on the field for 40 minutes. They were on the field for 90 plays. And now we have a quick turnaround on the road. And they celebrated like it was their Super Bowl yesterday. So I I'm, I really yeah. like the Bears. They celebrate like that after every win, though. About that after you didn't the think it was time. any different taking down the Bills. <laughs> Josh Allen is only I just them. I see them over overly celebrating after every win. They did it certainly did it week one, and then they won again. So if I remember correctly, we can look it up. Last year, I believe the Dolphins beat the who they beat the, the Ravens on a Thursday night. And if I remember right, the Ravens the week before had run like or been on the field for like 90-something plays. It's similar to what you're mentioning here. Like, you, they could be gassed on Thursday night. I, I think the part yes. of the – we missed that. We missed that handicap. I think we were all in the Ravens in that game, if my memory serves right. Dolphins beat the Ravens, and then we looked back and like, man, the Ravens just played overtime four days ago. They were on the field for 90-something plays, so we could have something mm-hmm. similar. All right, let's talk about the Ravens, because I think that is going to be the mar- – there's two marquee games this week. It's the Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens, and it's going to be the Bucks and the Chiefs. Those are going to be the TV games. The if, if Mac Jones didn't get hurt, boy, Mac Jones' season off to a tough start, I will say, with the Whoa. losses and the injuries. Injury but, or not, dude, he was brutal yeah. yesterday. I did think there was a chance if before that last touchdown that they could come back and win, but then then the last touchdown happened. He got hurt, and the game was over. Yeah. But he didn't play well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, if, if he was healthy, Patriots Packers would be a, a big talking point. But he's not. Bills, Ravens, Chiefs, Bucks, right? Those are the games. Those are the marquee matchups this week. That's what everyone's going to be talking about. Those quarterbacks, those teams. What do we think of the Bills at the Ravens? Three-point Buffalo favorite in Baltimore. 53 and a half on the total. Man. Bills off a loss. I know they're going on the road. But this Ravens defense... I mean, we'll start. I'll start to look at stats after three games, more so after the first full month. The Ravens' defense is terrible. I mean, a part of the reason that I I jumped on the Ravens for yesterday's game was I didn't think there's any way the Patriots would be able to keep up. They kind of did, and they're not good. They don't have any receivers. So I mean, that's how bad that Ravens secondary is right now. Just the the whole team. They were they were lucky they ended up with a couple of turnovers. Um, so. 
Lamar, it's like it doesn't feel like a Kyler situation. Lamar has to be Superman. Kyler has to be Superman for their teams uh, to to be in games. Yeah. And Lamar really was Superman yesterday, and that was yep. still a little close for my liking. <laughs> I mean, it was. I, I don't know. I, yeah. So I think, gosh, even though the total is 53 and a half at BetMGM, both of these teams can put up a lot of points. And if this Ravens defense is as bad as we have seen, maybe the over is a look here. The loser drops the two and two. The loser of this game is on their way to being pushed out of the picture for the number one seed. They'll have lost the game to each other, right? That the tiebreaker disappears. That's crazy. It's a big game. These teams are it's, both it's really so good, you know, to be talking about that. It's crazy. My first thought is Buffalo. It's a, it, my first yes. thought is Buffalo bounces back. Um, the other one, I. I just continue to hate what I see out of the Tampa Bay offense. They just have no juice, injuries all over the place. Yeah. I love the idea of the Chiefs bouncing back. I mean, I wish I wasn't laying three points. Well, I'm curious where this number goes as the week goes along. Chiefs three-point road favorites in Tampa Bay on uh, Sunday night. It's a Sunday night football game next week. Chiefs three-point favorites at BetMGM. My first thought on this is Chiefs, a bounce-back spot. Yeah, I understand that. Um, by the way, the look ahead was Tampa Bay minus one and a half. And now we're mm. Chiefs minus three. Chiefs. So isn't that just a sell on Tampa Bay? Because Kansas yeah. City lost a game that should not have lost yesterday. And it looked bad on sure. the road. Um, I don't think it's people saying, oh, well, can't, well, maybe a little bit of it is Kansas City bouncing back. But I, yeah, I think it's more on that Tampa Bay side. People are so unimpressed right now. Yeah. I didn't love the play calling I mean, either. Yeah. The Bucks really are not putting up many points. This could be an underspot. 45 and the a half. I mean, what, what have the Bucks scored in the last few weeks? That a defensive I, who is Tom Brady week? throwing to? I mean, it's bad over there. Yeah. Totals, totals have been challenging. Um, there, are, there are teams that are they, they look like they come out on fire, like the Eagles, and they do nothing in the second half, and then it just kills your total. Uh, the, the Lions, everybody's saying that they're an over team, and we did too. They hit the over, but it was by a half a point. There was an under that hit by a half a point yesterday too. Bears-Texans, who figures, over hits in the third quarter. Miami-Buffalo, nobody said play the under on that one. All signs pointed to a shootout, and you got anything but. The defense was not the problem, even though the Bills didn't have any of their starters in the secondary. I, I think totals, unless you're an unders player, they've been very tough this year. So, I'm looking at the Bucks so far this season. They've scored, they haven't scored 20 offensive points in a single game. 19-3 to three win in week one. 20 to 10 mm -hmm. two weeks ago in week two, but they had a defensive touchdown, and then they lost 14-12 yesterday. How many times in Tom Brady's career? Has he scored less than 20 points in three straight weeks? I mean, it has to be maybe never or maybe very early on, right? The beginning of the stages in New England when it was more of a defensive team. Like, this doesn't happen. Yeah, It's crazy to watch yep. a Brady-led offense have three straight weeks under 20 points. So those games are intriguing. Um, Wait, can, can we talk about the Doug Peterson game? We've got to. Let's do it. Let's right? do it. Yes. I, I, 
I'm very interested in this. Yeah, you don't have to be like, oh, I don't want to be the Philly guy and constantly bring up the Philly teams. Like, come on, man. This is big. This is interesting. Let's do it. So we got the Eagles. They're the hottest team in the NFL. They're getting support by everyone. People are like, whoa, they are true Super Bowl contenders. Maybe the best team in the NFC. They look awesome for a half. They only needed to play for a half against uh, Carson Wentz. And then you've got the Jaguars. They get a big win at home against the Colts in the division. They blink them. They grow across the country. Now, a little luck factor because the Chargers are dealing with all these injuries, but it's not easy to go across the country and win at the Chargers. Not saying the fan base. I'm just saying to do that in general in this league coming off of what they were. Now they're flying back over. They're already back home. We know that. And then we get the Doug Peterson revenge game. Like For Doug to do that with this Eagles game looming, for them to do that yesterday against the Chargers was pretty damn impressive. And it's six and a half right now at BetMGM. Right? Is it no or is it seven? Seven. No, it's seven. it's seven. So the look, it's the exact same. Both teams looking very impressive yesterday, and we have the exact same number. Can Trevor Lawrence can Trevor Lawrence pull it off in back to back weeks on the road for wins number one and number two in his career on the road? I, I love whole a whole lot of stuff about this matchup. I think we all know that the Eagles are for real. I don't need to see them do it in this spot. I don't need to see them get out to a four and start. I mean, when you look at that team and just how much they improved this offseason, and I gave you crap about, you know, supporting the Eagles, just pumping up the Eagles, but it is legit. I, they are not weak at a whole lot of spots. I, I, I see a little, oh, oh, their offensive line can't run block. Really? If that's the first thing we're bringing up as the biggest weakness on the team, you are in a really good spot because Hertz is playing like an MVP, the secondary it feels like they're 10 times better than what they are. They added a lot of talent to there. They can rush the passer. They're one of the best offensive lines in football. They added so much talent on the outside. Now Devontae's the number one guy. Like, we walked into the season, oh, A.J. Brown's unbelievable. Now Devontae's their number one. Like, they're switching things off. Man, I, I question them at times. I am so impressed with this Eagles team, and I'm equally impressed bringing some professional down to Jacksonville, what Doug's been able to do as Trevor Lawrence is taking a leap. So two things. One, the Eagles are loaded. I mean, they are loaded, right? So that's that's yeah. the first thing. I wonder – now, I'm curious what you guys think of this. I feel like the Eagles haven't played a complete game yet. They're, they haven't no. scored in the second half of either last two games. They had a million penalties in week one. They've had a, a, um, a kick blocked. Like, they've had a lot of weird things go on in the first three weeks. Are you more? Are, are you worried about that biting them? Or, or are we looking at a team that's dominant? Because they're 3-0 – with a plus 36 points differential, and I can make a case they haven't played their best game yet. Like, that's crazy. That doesn't happen in the NFL. That's Bills-like, right? The Bills do stuff like that, and they still win. So I, I wonder if it's going to I'm inclined to say ladder. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you could make either argument. I'm sure you guys are doing that in WIP, but I would say the ladder, but like, ooh, they're looking great, and they haven't played 60 minutes of football yet. That's my thought. That's what I'd that's be what, looking mm-hmm. at, yeah. But there's also an opportunity, Aaron, on the Jaguars – if the Eagles are not playing full games, maybe the Jaguars can cover this number. Like seven's a big number in this game for a Jaguars team that looks pretty good. I actually really like the total. It was at 47, and since we've been talking, I see a 48 and a half now. This total's going up. But both these teams can score. I mean, we've put even seen the Jags putting up a lot of points through the first three games. Um, and we all know what the Eagles can do as well. So I like the total in this one over, but I would grab it now because I've already seen it going up since we've been talking about this. What um, 
random question. What was behind Sirianni wearing the Mike Quick jersey? So he always wears like a player T-shirt, but now he's now he started doing the broadcasters because Quick is one of the uh, radio okay. broadcasters along with Merrill Reese. Right. So he just it's like his thing. He wears T-shirts of every player. And, it's like a and, Merrill, and Merrill Reese was ripping out FedEx Field. Hates it. He hates <laughs> FedEx Field. There's he's nothing to love about it. It is a dumb. Did you see the security guy holding up that ramp? That uh, that yeah. what do you call it? The rail. To make yeah, sure it didn't fall on Jalen Hurts? Because it's put together by duct tape. It's ridiculous how bad that place is. All right, let's talk some NFL. Brad Spielberger, Spielberger next of Pro Football Focus right here on the Beck UL Network.